Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Actually record the show, though. That oh. would help, you know, for future posterity, oh, you know, yeah. or, or criminal <laughs> proceedings. Like, <laughs> after the last one, I think that could be criminal. The, the masturbation topic. one? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a big episode. Yes, it was. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, oh, oh. that's a little hot. Unmuted, by the way. What? Oh my Is god! That him? I've got Carson on video now. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that really means it this time. No, really. It's a new year. I'm going to be a completely different person. It's our end of the year and decade episode of the Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bulger. It's our last show of the year and we're all together. Well, you know what? And I wrote this when we were technically planning on all being together. But uh, a couple people are missing in action and I'll get to that (laughs) here in a minute. But welcome to the show. Um, as in the studio here, we have some of our regulars. I've given you end of the year nicknames: Paul Sippy Cup Maine. <laughs> um, this asshole's not here, but I called. It, I gave him a, a nickname, so Jack Nuts Out Broadhead, <laughs> Jackson Almost Legal Bulger, <laughs> and over the phone we have Karsten Distracted Diva Hagen. Karsten, how are you, man? Um, you know. Sorry, I was on. <laughs> did you fucking do that on purpose? Uh, yes. You did not. No, not really. <laughs> Shit. I'm making a burger and some, uh, you know, some uh, polenta. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, and yep. I even I even went out there and gave myself a, a, a title for this last show of the year. Hi, everybody. I'm Pat Cat Herder Bulger. <laughs> <laughs> Before we start, I do need to mention some housekeeping items. And uh, some of them are, I, th- I think, kind of fun. They, when I get a little time off during the Christmas holidays, I like to uh, do a little changes and things like that. So if you have noticed, uh, the website has been redone. Not a huge renovation, but uh, something to justify a visit for you guys. We are now posting actual written content. I don't want to call it a blog because I actually don't like that word blog. It just makes it sound like I'm some, you know, some girl whose mom got her into college for free or something like that. (laughs) Um, 
but uh, I, I so I think of it as a online magazine of opinions, rants, reviews, and experiences. There, there you go. Does that sound? Does that sound? Hey, legit? you just tore that off the website. Isn't that what you put? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, I was the one who typed it. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Still working on the trademark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look for regular updates from all the characters in the pack filler. You can subscribe on the website, or you can just make sure to check back on a regular basis if you are so inclined. We're planning on posts usually on about a weekly basis, and um, I keep forgetting some of the things I should mention. We are live on Mixler dot com right now i'm looking sure to make sure that's all good to go it is we're also live on youtube uh our, our three cameras switching inter switching intermittently wow <laughs> maybe it's just because right i here. just you need, you need i do sip. i need yeah. a little <laughs> little medicine <laughs> ah, which is a, a a northwest ipa i'm having tonight it's very nice sorry paul you probably no won't. i can smell it from here oh shit yeah. sorry that's right um back to the website we're also um the the videos are now you can locate those all on the website which was a long overdue upgrade of the of the uh, pack filler and everything like that so gentlemen here we are the end of the year the end of the decade let's all get reflective and shit uh, but first, before we get to it, um, uh, who's riding their bike on a regular occasion? Describe or what, what's regular? Once a week? More than twice a week. Well, if I'm, indoor I'm, training. I'm at a solid four times a week. You're at a solid. Is, wow. You lie like a rug. Are you really? <clears throat> yeah, I just. but it's all inside for the most yeah. part. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I had to resort to that the other day, too. Just because the week before we get out for Christmas, it was... 50s and raining and then this week it's 30s and it never gets above freezing paul you did a, a christmas day ride yeah. wife was off at work and uh road it was it was pretty good mm. is above freezing which is okay a little jealous of that yeah, yeah. it was I, nice Sunny. i can't yeah i can't say that i am a very regular rider with you know being in college that's uh takes a toll yeah takes toll on the whole riding situation yeah. Well, and it's not like a nine to five thing mm -mm. because you never know your classes are all over the place, so you can't really fit much in. It's like an eight a.m. to one a.m. kind of kind of job. <laughs> Karsten, you you not only have been riding, but okay, was this injury that we should we mention? Was this riding based or was it? I don't know. Frustration. Yeah. No, I was going downhill, and uh, I had some wider bars than normal, and uh, <clears throat> I punched a tree. <laughs> and like I, I not I was not mad at the tree, <laughs> but I did punch the tree. And uh, after I went over the bars, I realized how stupid it was. Um, then I went to the urgent care the next day and realized I didn't break anything. It's just my hand is like it's the size of a baseball baseball mitt. Mm, Jesus. Um, is this the same arm as your epic injury from a few years back? Nope. Other arm. Oh, so you're evening things out, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. No, dude. You got to catch up, Pat. <laughs> How do I need to catch up? I got to go out and, and crash. Crash a couple oh, times? Yeah. Don't fucking yep. say that. I don't want that to be my new year. I'm knocking on wood right now. I, I don't want to crash. Pat, you, it's clear, it is clear to everybody listening that you need to get hurt in an epic way to keep up with the rest <laughs> of the people. On this podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no, 
No, well, I'm thinking of so many horrible things. So uh, I'm going to just continue on. Um, uh, okay. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Um, I, I do have to mention, I have been on the trainer. I've been, I'm back to my, my friends at the Sufferfest. I've, I've done that. And I've also um, went back to Tailwind, to our, our little oh, yeah. physical therapy, not physical therapy, physical fitness. Yeah. Um, God, I can't speak tonight. Um, and, and I took another class this time, and, and I'm ready for you guys to make fun of me. I took a Pilates class. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, last time we were outnumbered by women. Not I, that's a bad thing, Yeah. but you brought that. What was the male, female? Outnumbered. Oh. There was, uh, there was one guy besides me. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that blew me away about the class was it was probably 45 minutes, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, I had to rest several times in, mm-hmm. in extreme fatigue. And in fact, my abs mm-hmm. are still sore. You did some planking? Yeah, some mm-hmm. planking, some, some things where you're doing stuff where you're... Get, I've never realized how horrible my range of motion is. Mm-hmm. My arms, elbows, everything like that. What's and, your what's your uh, what's your motivation? That fitness. I'm I'm honestly at the point now where I, I and I know you're waiting. You've got some sort of a punchline <laughs> waiting for me, Carson. He just cocked a gun, but he did so. <laughs> where are you from? Um, he. I honestly want to. I I never realized how much more of non cycling specific <clears throat> fitness I need, and how much working those other muscle groups could p- potentially help. And uh, make me make me a little bit faster in the long run. Why do you ask? I'm asking because we're a group of four to five guys who are grappling with middle age, and <clears throat> hey, we're, tra- <laughs> we're transitioning from you know um, results-oriented um, self-esteem to um, just not being fat-oriented self-esteem. So I'm genuinely interested. You like, were what, actually what are you being, doing to You were actually being genuine. Yep. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy me, shit. He must be on opiates. It's a Christmas <laughs> no, miracle. No. I, got a, I got a divorce. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh man. That changed your perspective on life? Yeah, totally. It's uh absolutely made me a nicer person. Wow. I Yep. I, I'm trying to figure out where to go with this. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I, 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 maybe we should just leave that one alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So did anybody get anything cool for Christmas? Cycling oriented. Cool for Christmas. Paul? I'm going to Belgium. That's your Christmas yeah. present? Yeah. I like yeah. that. Hey, I Paul, like that. what's that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. what? That's right. Jackson, what'd you get cool for Christmas? Cycling oriented. I'm taking off my, my sweatshirt. Um, I got the helmet that was previously mentioned, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, the one you did uh, on the pre-Christmas yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So if anybody's following along, they'll know what we're talking about. Um, and then also some uh, some war- uh, cold weather riding gear, some leg warmers, uh, shoe covers, which I am very excited about actually being able to go out when it's a little bit colder than 45 degrees. So He got those full length, those ASOS. Mm-hmm. ones that yeah. go under Leg the shorts yeah. super high yeah um and they don't slide down no that i'm sorry excited about because mm-hmm. i have skinnier legs so i'm i have tough time with things sliding all over my legs and not to take the podcast straight into the gutter but i the only thing i don't like about Here those warmers is is your your junk 
doesn't have any protection. And hmm. you're young. Hmm. <laughs> you, well, what do you... A chamois. Yeah. But a chamois underneath, though. Yeah, but at this point, I've been on the bike for a little while now. There's, there's no saving it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just, just note that we are listening to a conversation between a father and a son. <laughs> well, exactly, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not forcing you into the into the realm of. He just wants grandchildren. Of grandchildren, yeah, yeah but right. but you know, you, you want everything to work when the day comes. <laughs> son, when a man and woman love each other, oh no, very much. oh no. <laughs> okay, Christmas presents. Carson, did you get anything cool for Christmas? Sorry, I'm eating. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got it. Like, so my son gave me a shirt that I have not put down for four days. Like a shirt? Yeah, he gave me a Columbia uh, flannel shirt that I weren't have I have worn every day for four days. It must smell pretty ripe by now. Yeah. At this point, yeah. it smells terrible, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's just... really, really comfy. And for me, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Paul? Belgium. Paul's going to Belgium yeah. for yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, thanks for asking, uh, a new hel- <laughs> I got a new helmet. I'm, I'm a pot guy now. We're going to be matching. Yeah. And, and Paul, I know you have opinions on such matters. Yeah, well, it's just my opinion, you know. Which is? Mm-hmm. They're dorky as hell. Looking. <laughs> but I have a skinny noggin. So when you put yeah. a pock, even the smallest one, it's like expands past my shoulders. I don't and, think you know. I'm going to look like a Mario character. I really hope I'm not. Some some helmets have a very bad habit of making making you look rather phallic. And I yeah. feel like I feel like the pocks don't do that, huh. which I am happy about. I feel like there are some hmm. out there that could. I know that there are other people that probably disagree, but... Well, now I'm going to be looking at purple helmets and wondering, did they choose that choice <laughs> color for a reason? I'm just, thanks. Hey, That's a great much, imagery. How much, yeah. Time, yeah. how much time do you spend looking at purple helmets, dude? <laughs> I don't, but geez. Now that you mention it, every time he urinates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, what else did I get that was cycling oriented? I'm trying to, I, I hope I'm not spacing out. Oh, oh, two rain jackets. Oh, yeah. Um, I did because I got one. It's that gore shake, shake mm-hmm. dry, um, black because I want to look pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bear my soul here for a second because I bought an extra large of the jacket and it fits but if i were to put anything in my back pockets nothing would fit and and when you're riding in a rain jacket situation you always have gear in your back pocket so yes i'm potentially making a self-shaming fat joke but (laughs) but jackson you tried on the same jacket and it fits you perfectly and you are a skinny dude yeah so that means sizing must be a little interesting on that yeah so I had to order the gore, a second one. That was gore. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a two hundred and thirty dollars jacket. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, one of the the trivia prices right thing. That was it. Oh, it might have been. Oh, I think oh, it, was. it might yeah, have been Castelli's on that last show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that because now the excuses are gone and our order from Panache is supposed to be here. They said late December, early January. So I'm I'm waiting for the clothing to get here. I really want the clothing to get here. <laughs> 
I really do, especially for you when you before you go back to school, Jeff. Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't wear it till after the thirty first, anyway. Why not? UCI rules. Oh. <laughs> 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 I forgot. You can't. You, yeah. You, the whole legal switching teams, yeah. things like that. Um. So anywhere. Uh, anyway. Um. Are, okay. I gotta ask this since we are two days away from the new year. Are there plans to ride on New Year's Day? Yes. Paul already said yes. It, it's 46 degrees in Spokane, on, supposedly, last time I checked, with with rain, which so, you can experience your new rain jacket. I won't that. have it by then. but I can experience his new yeah. rain jacket. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'll be, in the, I'll be in the garbage bag again. Carson, do you ride on New Year's Day? <clears throat> uh, I will, uh, but it'll probably be on the trainer because I live a lot higher than you guys. What's the elevation, Ben? Uh, where I live, it's like 3,500. Yeah, you got us by... I'm, I think we're at 20... 1,500 feet. We're yeah. 19 to 2,000. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All I know is all I know is you guys are pussies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's always been that way. Uh, he, he just popped up on your screen again. The ha- hey, how you doing? Oh, Jesus. Are you lying down? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're eating dinner while on your back. <laughs> oh, am I on the camera? You hey. just switched it on. <laughs> I'm not turning okay, mine. Now on. he's flipping this off. I'm not turning mine on. <laughs> so anyway, oh, I did not want this to happen. Let's, well, there we go. Uh, okay, gentlemen, let's get serious now. Um, I've been teasing this element of the podcast for about three months. Um, well, maybe two months. <clears throat> But it is, it is honestly time to put our um, money where our collective mouths are mm. and state official. I don't want to call these resolutions because resolutions never succeed. But any type of a goal or an objective for 2020 in terms of uh, sports specific. For example, I'll go out there first. Um, I have several ob- objectives for 2020. And I'm, I'm saying them now and because people can call me out on them if I fail miserably on them. Number one is at least 20 start start lines. I've done nice. that one every year. Nice. I've done that one almost every year. But um, I would like to strive, and, and this is for those of you looking at me on, on YouTube right now going, dude, that guy's a cyclist? <laughs> um, I, I, would, I would like to strive for five top tens. Good. That's a, that's an objective. Yeah. I would like to attend Masters Nationals. That's goal number three. Uh, goal number four, I would like to lose my final 15 pounds that I've been striving to lose for about a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I would like to begin my official ride across the country. Jackson, you know about that. I don't know if uh, I told nope, you about that, Paul. Nope, don't know. It is um, honestly every year, every summer, taking a short chunk of the of the united states and riding it and from point to point then starting at that end point the next year and continuing on for example this year i have an in-law who lives on the ocean and on the washington coast so we're gonna we're gonna start in in the town of laconner washington oh i'm gonna yeah. put my my front wheel in the ocean and then we're gonna ride to spokane via i'm thinking about via leavenworth and that you know that pretty mm-hmm. area that ride there highway too yep mm-hmm. And then uh, next year we ride from Spokane to Bozeman, Montana. Year after that we hey, ride. From- can I can I can I interject that yeah. Laconner um, between Laconner and the ocean is probably like 150 miles of Olympic Peninsula. Shut your fucking just, semantics up. <laughs> okay, just just being. You know, it's salt water, um, goddammit. it. 
sometimes, depending on the tide. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm like, okay, keep going. That, that okay. Now that Karsten's ruined my my <laughs> my dream, what do you, what are you planning on doing, fucker? <clears throat> um, exceeding exceeding my professional goals and oh. uh, um, making the uh, the drop on on Lone Pine, which is a big big ass drop here in in uh, Bend, like a freaking huge like blind drop. That I'm, if I make that thing, that my whole year is made. Can I suggest yeah. cutting your bars down? <laughs> <laughs> now, this is this is a downhill. What what? what I need more detail. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's midway through a trail called Towers Reverse, and uh, if you choose to do um, uh, Lone Pine, you get through some immediate you know technical stuff that's pretty easy for most people and then you do this drop that's like huge and it's not you don't see it coming and it's like it's big um and that's my goal that's my only goal this year is to make that drop can i can i ask you a question here carson is is this when you take that lone pine isn't that what it's called yep okay if you get to that point is there another Sorry, way around it's lone, it? It's 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 lone wolf. It's lone wolf, not lone, lone wolf. wolf. Okay, okay. Lone so, wolf, yeah. is there if you get to that point, is there any way around it, or is it like when you get out on the yeah. high dive yep. and you're looking yep. down and you got to take the ladder <laughs> shamefully down? <laughs> is it like one of those? So there. So if you decide to commit to lone wolf, um, you need to. If you commit to it, that's all you got. If you want to keep going, you just keep going down Tyler's Traverse. Um, which is in itself challenging and hard, but um, you know, like you know, for fifty-year-old dude, hard enough. But for me, I want to just—I want to do the big, like, six-foot drop, which is, you know, uh, I think we should all do it. I think you nope. and me and nope. Jack and Pat <laughs> nope. should come to Bend in July. I'd go to Bend. I'll videotape mm-hmm. it. So when when is some big bikes? When's Cascade this year? Uh, oh, uh, that would be the time I'd go down. That's you want to do a big big drop like? No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't Cascade. do mountain bike stuff. I do not. I don't even own one. Yes, really? you do. What? No, you own the Serata. The Serata, the 1991 yeah. XT top mount uh, thumb shifters. Counts. Yeah. Dude, yeah. This is a whole other episode that Paul doesn't own a mountain bike. <laughs> Most people know that. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, I, wow. Your objective, wow. your objective for 2020 is to ride this specific section and yep. come out of it unscathed. That's it. That's, That's all it. I want is to make this one specific drop on uh, Lone Wolf uh, in 2020. That's it. That's all I want. Wow, your man! And if you saw it, dude, you'd you'd you would agree with me. Like it's that big. I'd like to make fun of it because you made fun of my ocean thing, but I, I got <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, well, calling Laconer like like the western edge of the U.S. is sort of like calling Spokane like a, an enlightened uh, city. Oh, oh man! Oh, oh, man. Mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said you were nice. Now, yeah, I think y- you know. 
Uh, yeah, it's not. I'm com- trying. It's not I'm coming trying. through there, my friend. It's one button away, guys, yeah. and his call has officially <laughs> ended. I, I honestly, I'm just like, do I no, hit you mute know on the soundboard, or I just bring on the camera and tell him to fuck off? Or something you guys, like you, that? you guys do have good sushi. I will say that. Did you? So you did go to that place? I have not. I will go there Friday night. Okay, right oh. on. That's my my admission. I'm going there Friday night. Yeah. Oh, okay. So anytime you knock Spokane, we have been, the state of Washington, in fact, on the West Coast, the ugly redheaded stepchild. Yeah. We're used to it. It's like, we're callous. That doesn't hurt. Don't move here. I just want you to know. Don't move here. Yeah, no one. No one come to this. Here's my question. You (laughs) you could do a whole show on this. Why isn't Spokane way more expensive than it is? It is. Way more it's popular. incredibly like expensive. Go away, bitch. It's incredibly <laughs> expensive. Don't come and live yeah. here. It's Cost terrible. of living is through the roof. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. Oh, I've heard it's terrible. Yeah. Here's uh, some. Yeah. <laughs> Just stay away. Stay away. Jackson cycling focused goals for 2020. Um. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get his affirmation in. I um I think for mine I you and I talked about this I want to be actually like legitimately legitimately fit before like the first week of summer because how it always works is yeah I go to school I come back and then I ride a bunch and then it all goes away when school starts um <clears throat> so I hope that doesn't so I I hope that does not happen again and I'd like to win one race this year win one yeah okay. Doesn't matter which terrain style. Nope. Last year was, I it was mountain bike. This year it could be road, gravel, mountain bike again. We'll see what happens. You cool. know, yeah. Because his USA Cycling license officially renewed this year, and I didn't it even did. know you were on auto renew. Which is that a new USA C thing? That all I was, but I was on the same team for ten years, so it was pretty nice. So wait, but. The, but it didn't. It came out of your bank. I, I knew I would cut it off. Yeah, Did you? yeah. I got, but yeah. I, I I knew auto renew it. It comes in your email. It says, "Hey, you're up." You know, just to let you know it's coming your way. Oh, did you get so. that, Jackson? That's what I forwarded to you. Yeah, I got an email. But today. it said it's coming. Oh, it I didn't d- say it's coming. It's it came. I did. It just came. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. at least. Hundred bones. Around there, yeah. Licensing fee mm-hmm. and. Washington State Bicycling Association. Mine comes out tomorrow. So, hey, guess who gets punched in the gut twice in two days from my USAC? <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Goals, speak them. Huh. Well, I, I always like to think that I'm going to start, you know, do one of the early uh, um, races over in on the west side in March, but I don't know how feasible that that's. There's possible <coughs> changes in my life coming the top of the year. If not, then it's full gas. But yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, um, w- I do want to do uh, Wenatchee Stage Race Durabloom. I think that even just to throw the money at it because it's a good program. I think that ASU promotes that race has done a phenomenal job. Um, I've done it a couple of times, um, and uh, I'm not a big stage racer, but I would like to go to Baker City too. That's another stage race. But on one days. One day races, gosh, whatever comes up, I want to yeah. hit a couple. Um, try not to miss a single, you know, uh, week training Accessible. race here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, and the then, twilight races, and yeah, things like that. Yeah. And then I'd like to head down to uh, Big Pipe Dream. I do want to attend um, 
nationals, masters, nationals. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I mean, because that was why I put it on there, and I was mm-hmm. going, "That'd be well, yeah. fuck it. Let's just road trip and go." Yeah, do you it. know, yeah. and, and no ambitions. There's a couple of characters in my category that when I look, who yeah. won the road race last year was this. I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, Michael Carter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in the. Uh, he got fifth in the crit. Is another guy, Norm Alvis. Have oh, you guys heard of this guy? Yeah, Norm. Norm. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's who I race against. So you know, expectations are pretty low. But just get out there and do yeah, it. Just yeah, just do it. Yeah. Yep. Top half, top third. Top. I'd like to. I mean, big goal would be a top twenty in any of those. Okay. I might even do the TT just for giggles. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right on. Maybe we should have. Maybe we should have like a virtual stage race with the, with us. So one stage would be descending Mount Spokane. Another stage would be a crit. And another stage would be a day at Whistler on big bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Affordable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would would cover all all the disciplines except for triathlon, which I'm not going to touch. But like, you know, like. (laughs) We don't want to talk about that. Really? (laughs) I did. I did. I have triathlon. Dud, dud. Hi, Rod. Did you wear a speedo? I did, and I think I've talked about that on this several podcast times. several times. Yeah, I had I had a oh, I had a speedo sorry. speedo with a chamois, and as soon as I got on the saddle, I hopped on like a cross rider, and it looked like my water. Broke. Oh, I remember this story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't think any of us are going to do that because <laughs> no. you know we're you know like we have dignity. But I think uh, you know I think we did like a <laughs> Rogers listening. Drink. Oh, have a drink. Drink. Yep. 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 Drink. If, oh, sorry, sorry, Roger. Oh, if thanks, we did a, like a thing where we <laughs> we touched every discipline on this, because I'm firmly in the in the gravity crowd now. Like that's all I want to do. Gravity. So what if we did? Okay. What if we, all we did was, you know, three stages of gravity for uh, like one one crit, one road downhill, one you know one day at the park. I don't. I, there, there are so many things I need to talk about on this because, and and not in a one-hour show because it's like, first of all, none of anything you described has any actual climbing in it. Okay, if you want to throw a climbing day in, no, what I'm fine with fine. that. I can't climb to save my life, but you were just like, okay, we, we we speed down Mount Spokane, and we ride a flat crit, and then we fall off of our bikes in a in a terrain park so that's basically the three huh. options you gave us now i will do it if amanda batty can stand in for me in the train in the in your in stage three. <laughs> oh, nice sure no problem friend of the show amanda could stand in for me i'd have to probably pay for her to get there you know just i know she'd dust your ass she would <laughs> okay unbelievable yeah absolutely i just think so if you want to throw like a climbing stage in there no problem i just think that we we need to we have never done an episode where us where we fellas have ridden together at all um i i i do believe that um first of all in in bike town we all rode together True. No, you and me rode together. Yeah. I rode with you. Jackson was and, there. And Jackson. Jackson's been the constant in all the all the bike towns. Yeah. And and yeah. and second of all, we were planning on this huge uh, in case you don't remember there was this downhill challenge down Mount Spokane. I'll do it. Bikes I'll make, versus I'll make bikes. It part of this. Like that's fine. No problem. Let's I, just let's just I baby a, step. Yeah. I honestly, let's just baby step. I don't I don't see 
shit happening from you, man. Even though you're, you just claim to be a new nice guy, but you know, <laughs> your I'm nice trying. guy thing is just a, it's just a sham. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on. We we are talking about the end of the year, the end of the decade, and I sent you guys some questions earlier today that you all needed to come up with your own personal opinion. Nobody wins a point here or anything like that, but you all have to state who you truly believe is um, the the winner of each particular category. Jackson was looking at his phone with a strange. I didn't get the, I didn't get the question. You didn't get the three. Okay, Jackson, you're you're <laughs> screwed, dude. Um, okay, they are. In no particular order, number one, of the 2010s, from 2010 to 2020, the best writer of the decade, in your personal opinions. Uh, Paul, you want to go first? Best writer of the decade. Now, no you can, you one's, can I, state why. And I will say why. It'll be Vincenzo, Vincenzo Nibali. He's the only guy since the 1980s who's won all three Grand Tours and he's won three monuments. No one has ever done that. This guy is a rounded rider. Um, he's done, you know, he, he even put his hat in the ring in 2018. Uh, Flanders weighing, what is he, 62 kilos or something like yeah. that. Um, you know, so, yeah, without a doubt, that's, uh, I can't think of anybody else has done that. Mercs, uh, Bernard, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a good choice. And and all three Grand Tours. That's not a bad selection. Yeah. I, I, I have the no The other one that was that. close is Voss, Mariana Voss. God damn it. Don't, that's, you're that only allowed one. That's what I was, you're, yeah. you're stealing my thunder, dude. That's, that's what I was <laughs> Karsten, you were going to say Mariana Voss. Yeah, I was. That, that was my choice. Uh, you know what? She was, I had a tie and she was one of my choices too, yeah. of the best rider of the decade. Her or Vanderpool. I mean, one, one of the two. Yeah. Jackson, yep. I have a feeling you have my other choice. I am, of course, going to say, with no surprise, Peter Sagan. Yeah. I I think my reason will be Mr. Consistency. I, I feel like no matter what, we always see him in a close to winning or <coughs> winning position on these, on these flat or kind of classics stages. And not to mention now, what is it? Six green jerseys, seven green jerseys, mm-hmm, seven. Yeah. yeah, and three-time world champion, and consecutive too. Yeah, mm-hmm. all consecutive. So I mean, I think there. I think that kind of for me sig- signals somebody who is uh, who's done it over and over again. And yeah, yeah, for me, the best rider of the decade. I had uh, Mariana Voss. I had Peter Sagan. I actually I threw Chris Froome in there because what he, he whether you like him or not, he is going to be in the record books. Um, yeah, for, without for a doubt, one of the greatest grand tours of our of that decade. Without a doubt, and a dark horse in there, I had Philippe Gilbert, just yeah. because what, That's he, a good what one. he's oh, done yeah. over good. ten years, yeah. over good ten one. years yeah. has been has been great choices. Okay, that's yep. question number one. Uh, Jackson, here's a new one for you: best ride or performance of the decade. Karsten, you want to go first? Best ride or performance? Oh God, um, the. Uh, the Oh my God! Um, give me a second because I, I've got a couple of couple of. Um, okay, I'll go. Twenty nineteen yeah, Colorado go Classic, Chloe Dygart. I personally think with what she did, um, winning 
Every stage. Every stage yeah. of the 2019 Colorado Classic. I have another race, but I think somebody else might take it. So that is my choice, is, is Chloe Dyer from uh, 2019 Colorado Classic. Jackson, you got one? I think... Um, Twenty, uh, tw- yeah, twenty nineteen, uh, Tour de France, uh, Julian Alaphilippe. Oh. How he, uh, nobody was expecting him to stay in the yellow jersey for that long, and he fought with all his might and put all he could, and um, finished a lot further up than he probably should have. I think so. Yeah, okay. that was my second choice. Was it? Yeah, what my was first, first one is Contralar in two thousand and ten. No, he. Like everybody says, he was so powerful, everybody thinks it's a motor, and that's fucking stupid. But, um, you know, yeah. maybe maybe dope, if that if anything, but the motor thing is just stupid. But, yeah, the way... Was that Roubaix? Uh, both Roubaix and Flanders, so yeah. back-to-back. And Flanders, he and Boonen, both in na- their national team jersey, is, like, awesome. The Swiss champion and Belgian champion. And they hit the Muir, and um, Cancellara just fucking lit it up by the time he got over the top after 200 meters he had like an <coughs> extra over the top another 300 meters and then Roubaix a week following he just like punched everybody's ticket I think about 30k out it, it was phenomenal I've never seen it, it doesn't make for good racing yeah. but that performance in that week and I think he won E3 the week before and I don't know if Jeez, anybody's I, ever won E3 yeah. Flanders and um, Perry Roubaix well, that's phenomenal. I would say, for me, I would say Fugel saying uh, in um, he had a couple. I mean, he did not dominate, but he had a couple of amazing performances, like uh, that um, this year. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all picking um, fairly recent stuff, except for you, Paul. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> Shows our short attention spans. <laughs> now, what we're was Americans. The, what was the race where Fugel saying was descending, and he like hit a Liege best on Liege. Yeah, yeah and like, he won that one. Yeah, yeah. What mm-hmm. a brilliant victory that was! And we've we've all seem to have forgotten that. Like he could have been on his ass at mm-hmm. fifty miles an hour, and like that was amazing. Like that was great. I also think this last year's Amstel Gold with Van, Matthew Vanderpool. Oh, that oh, finish yeah. was one of the best finishes I've and, ever and seen. Although he didn't podium, he got fourth in Flanders, and that's after he face planted Vanderpool. Yep. I you know I will say another that was amazing. Another performance, I think, um, current mountain bike uh, cross-country world champion, Nino Scherter, how he just, he's won so many back-to-back-to-back world champions. That guy was is a stud. I yeah. agree with you. I agree but with he you. came across somebody really tough that he lost to for the first time. Mm-hmm. Matthew Vanderpool <laughs> beat him several times. I, yeah. I want to know when that guy's going to reach his his peak when Matthew Vanderpool's going to burn out. He's got a recipe of pigeon watching, pie. Watching that guy in I person, yeah. like <laughs> because I, because I, I was in Belgium. Oh, you too. <clears throat> wow. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I got to watch that guy in action in person and holy shit. That was in the cross like, race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, how do you, how do you do that? You know, like it just, it's, Watching that guy go over barriers what, without even thinking about it, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said uh, this week he just kind of cleaned up, too. He, he even crashed on the yeah. final lap. What was it? Uh, yesterday's race, I think it was, mm-hmm. that he just had a good lead and went into the barriers, got in a rut, and he just still has enough time. To he, he's just so powerful. He's, like, yeah. he's, 
He's going as closest thing We're all in kind our of lifetime. Man crushing on him. Yeah, here, yeah. Like. He's the closest thing to, so to what we will see. Like Merckx, he'll never be Merckx because Merckx is so phenomenal. I don't think I'll ever see Vanderpool win a Grand Tour. I think he could do okay on stages, but mm-hmm. um, but I think I, I, I he possibly could be the first five time Monument winner. I think easily, wow. Wow. but. Um, Unless Philippe Joubert yeah. wins uh, Lon San Remo next year. Okay, continuing on. Uh, <clears throat> biggest innovation of the decade. And I'm talking about uh, products or events or anything like that that might have might have changed. For example, I'm going to throw one out there right now. I'm going to say e-bikes are one of the biggest innovations of the decade in my personal opinion. a positive opinion. Um, positive or negative i don't mm-hmm. care um i think they're changing i think they're changing the sport for a lot of people i don't like that the uci is now making them a part of competition but i think you know when, when you've got people who are now able to go out there and do some of the stuff that they never could before i i think it's you know yeah do they have to earn it you know fuck you you know i i, got, I climbed up here myself you know downhillers use a truck um <laughs> Uh, but uh, I, th- I think it's probably the biggest innovation in the last decade. That's my personal opinion. I don't care who wants You're to nailing it. Uh, Carson, that's your opinion too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I, I've got another one for you, but I think that, I think you're right on. Like that's you know the fact that you don't need to hire a buddy with his pickup truck to get you to the top. You can shuttle the same trail, you know, six times instead of four times or three times yeah. with an e-bike. Um. I think that's that's significant. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think... Um I think my innovation is going to be <coughs> two things that are currently sitting or hanging right behind me, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the gravel bike. I think, um, I think that is a very big deal. It's been, it's come to fame very recently, and um, I mean, we have world tour pros that have recently yeah. spoken with you, um, yeah. who are leaving the world tour for racing in these gravel races. We see like former pros like Ted King be like going and winning all of these things and i think it's i think it is something that we've like that has been compared to like the old 90s mountain bikes you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but it i mean it's all the technology's been there all along it's just pretty much <coughs> putting the final piece in the puzzle yeah and so i think they've been a really big innovation and it's it seems weird that the whole gravel phenomenon isn't really technically something that's new it is 
I mean, we've been riding gravel on road bikes for years. Yeah. Uh, uh, cross bikes have been around for, you know, forever. Um, but calling it and identifying it what it is is now, I think, what I think what you're mm-hmm. talking about. That the fact that now there are gravel races, there is a gravel movement, um, so to speak. And I think that's I, I agree with you. That was one of my other choices. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think I think I think that the advent of the the quote unquote gravel bike is starting to inform the design of road bikes in general. In that in that road bikes have more clearance, they're trending massively toward disc brakes. Ooh. That the, 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 yeah, <laughs> like it or not, I don't yeah. have a positions are posi- posi- positions are more upright. Um, I just think that the the acceptance of the fact that race forums need to be um, on gravel sort of by necessity are informing designs of road bikes in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's no, I agree with you that the technology is you're not out there riding a cross bike anymore. It has become its nope. own beast. The fact that the, the gravel bikes I'm looking Jackson, as you say over mm-hmm. your shoulder, the b- fact that these bikes can handle, thanks to disc brakes, sorry, Paul. No, oh, that's a good, they can good thing on those things. Multiple wheel dimensions. Mm-hmm. You can, I mean, you can ride a, a 700C wheel. You can ride a 26. You can ride a 27.5. Any, any type of wheel on these things. Man, that's a uh, just a, a really uh, innovation. That yeah. there's an innovation. As our good friend Morgan Johnson said, one bike to rule them all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's not the fastest in a crit. But you could ride a crit. But yeah. you could ride a crit on it. Yeah, you could. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be a little frustrating at first, but you get yeah. used to it. Paul's just Paul's just inside, <laughs> inside. This you want to hear inside Paul's mind right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I tell you what, I can't argue about the gravel bikes. That's not what I picked, but I'm going to chime in on it. And disc brakes were are absolutely great in almost every discipline, but road. That's I've made that statement. <laughs> I don't need uh, more clearance. What, 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 hold, hold on a second. But but what? hang on. No, no you got to let me finish. It's, it's my finish. I'm going to mute you, Carl. I will be, I can guarantee I will be on disc brakes probably within five years. There, there's no yeah. doubt about it. You're not it has, able to for, get in for road situation, it is not quite ideal. When they start getting things a little bit more dialed in, yeah. Yeah. But at this point in time, it's the, the advantages are pretty marginal unless it's piss and rain or whatever. And anyway, but I think gravel bikes and getting back to that, I think that's Your a great innovation. invention. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that is huge. And I remember <coughs> a friend of mine who owns, owns a, a carbon fiber uh, wheel company. Oh, he's partners with it, uh, Ride Fast. And he was down at the show and he's like, this is when the industry came out with gravel bikes. He goes, can you believe this? They're like trying to create something, you know, it's just a cross bike. And back then they were, there's yeah. just cross bike and they put this name on it. But I think that was the the beginning, and now we have something that is totally legit, and uh, and I and and I hope, well, I know it's gonna it's gonna grow, yeah. But I hope it just doesn't go, you know, crazy like like mountain bikes and triathlons did and road racing in the eighties and stuff. But it will, yeah. yeah. Just maybe some sometime we could learn. Yeah. But now getting to my innovation. You guys are going to poo-poo it, I know. <coughs> but for me and everybody that I know, they use it a lot. It's Strava. Oh, Strava I'm not was that. to me it was like one of these things that I can keep track of my own 
records and stuff and said we used to have those logs and stuff and i yeah. get home tired and i'm like i gotta write down this information training I went, diaries yeah. yeah don't need it it's right there um a lot of people i've got contacts i've got friends that in belgium that i follow there's you know blah 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 it's 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 not a bad thing uh, and i don't i think people go nuts with the kom yeah and i did for a while because i was one of the earlier people in spokane and i had them all <laughs> you did. <laughs> you had assloads of them. Yeah. You had all of them. Yeah. But then all these really better writers beat me. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it is the social media of cycling. I think like the best way it is. Yeah, and I think the it's it's a really great way of innovating, so everyone can kind of share their accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is pretty much what social media is, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, well, we had Brent Soderberg here, you know, a couple of weekends ago. Yeah. And. You know, I can follow what he's doing and, and that type of thing. And I'm not a big Facebook guy or Instagram. So, you know, I'd rather see, you know, shit. He just went out for, a, you know, an 80K ride or something. Yeah. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's motivational. Mm-hmm. It uh, is. Well, so not, not that I'm not that I'm complaining, but I would posit that Strava is responsible for, in some part, uh, for the decline in... Um, numbers at races at races yeah yeah well no i'm not people disagree with you. you know you can, what do you base that on though? it's Is not there, necessarily a bad thing yeah i'm just curious i'm not i'm not you know questioning you i'm just wondering do you have like some statistics on that do you think that's Somebody's made that claim or is that a feeling um well usac or sorry usac and obra's numbers have gone down year on year but um, Strava's numbers are going up consistently. So to me, what that says is that people are more content with this, you know, the virtual aspect of racing rather than driving three hours on a weekend to do a, a crit. You know what I mean? Like you could um, also say that about things like Zwift, though, too. In, oh, in, it's another thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd rather. I think I I, I blame Zwift more than I blame Strava. Mm-hmm. I think Zwift is more seasonal, though. You could, you could, you could have, you could be stoked about a Strava result all year long. Zwift up here, you're only going to be really excited about winter results. Yeah, yeah. Did did you say your innovation of the year, of the decade? Me? Yeah. He agreed yeah, with you. Yeah. Fig, figuring figuring out long travel two nighter, um, like in 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 a, in gravity related events, I think is a is a big deal. Totally, you've totally gone gravity on us. I mean, we're gonna have to. Somebody's gonna have to drink every time you say gravity from <laughs> now on. Well, all I'm saying is the fact that that the industry has figured out how to make uh, two niner wheel bikes um, effective at long travel down gravity oriented courses. It's something that they've been trying for a couple of decades, and the fact that the last two years really they've been able to figure it out. Um, it's a big deal. And it, you know, for me, it's a revenue driver. And so I'm excited about it. Yeah, for sure. Carson, you could um, probably help us, help me with this better. Correct me on when the two, when we went from 26 to 29, what year was yep. that? Was that early two uh, thousands? I would say really that's back when cross country was still, you know, King, and that would be like um, 
early 2000s at best. Okay. And then when and was then, the when was the shift from 20, 29 to 275? Oh, that was clearly um 2013, 2014. Okay. So that classifies in our in our decade even though I don't know if that's as big of a deal because you don't you still as you're just saying you still are hearing people on 29ers. Well, there's a lot of people at Gravity Parks that are still in 27.5 Uber Alice. But the, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the, prob- the problem is figuring out how to make all the dots connect. And yeah. it, it's not easy. So it hasn't been until the last two years before, you know, bike companies have figured out how to make effective long travel two-niner bikes that are decent in park situations. Um, and that's, you know, I think... T- just because of the engineering involved, I think um, that's that's significant. Yeah. Because you see the the World Cup results now are trending toward two niner. Oh. Bikes. Oh, there's another change. People are going to go from the six fifties. Yeah. Back yeah, to back two to niners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whatever. It's two niner. <laughs> Here in the you know, industry, you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more change. Well, I'm I'm glad yeah. because my mountain bike is and. Well, I'm on a hardtail, but it's it's will always be a two niner. I'm I'm not gonna go out and switch as the wind. You blows. can now you can now buy a two niner that you can have a great time with at a lift serve park. Uh, you know, and also you know go riding on your local trails like and that yeah. that wasn't possible four or five years ago, and I think that's that's a big innovation. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was hoping you'd come off with something pretty technical and that that thank you. You you, you warmed my heart. Uh sure. next next of the decade question is the biggest prick of the decade. Um who who is the biggest asshole of the decade in in your personal opinion? Um I'm gonna go out and I, I'll I think go we're first. all gonna agree with this. No, me. I'm gonna go out first and I'm gonna say uh it's I have a tie come on Mike. I have a, no, I have a tie <laughs> oh. between Olaf Tinkoff and Alexander Vinokurov. <laughs> I think I think Tinkoff should win it though, because I think that guy was a just a douche. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good one. And if it's slander, goddamn, he mm-hmm. can sue me, and I I would lose honestly everything because he has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I always thought he was a douche. Any anybody else want to follow that? Jackson, you're just like hey, everybody's nice. <sighs> My, you know, so like. I thought Mark Cavendish was kind of crappy at some points. Yeah, I I hated him for so long, but now I'm like, God, I like this dude. I'm, I'm I, turning on him. He had he's he's had a slight change of attitude. I've noticed, mm-hmm. but that doesn't change that he was still kind of kind of crappy during the during the uh, the decade. You know, I think um, of course I'm going to go back to the Sagan when he got kicked out of the when he got kicked out of the tour. Um, the do you think that was Cav or do you think that was Cav's people? I think that well, I've read um, I've read a book, obviously f- specifically from like I read yeah. the autobiography of Sagan's Peter Sagan, book. Yeah, um, yeah. and he was talking, and it was kind of interesting to hear about him talk about um, how he said he went up to Cav afterward and said he like he knew what happened. They both knew what really happened in yeah. that moment, but. Cav didn't do anything to stop his people, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the issue, and I, 
And I think that's where my problem comes. I don't like people. I don't really love people that are going to do whatever they can to get their competitors so they can win easier. I think you should compete with everybody at their highest power to, to show how like to show how much better you are than everybody else. I think, I think it's unfair if you just get someone kicked out because you're worried about not doing as well, you know, and that I, I could get some, get some comments back from that, but that's that's how I feel, you know, and and, and I've reached out to Gav about being on the show. So you've just basically sealed that. (laughs) But but, but thanks buddy. Sorry about that. Thanks pal. Um, (laughs) Mark, I know um, I've been mean to you over the decade and I know my son just called you the biggest prick of the decade. You want to come on the show? <laughs> I'll send you a hat. <laughs> a hat. <laughs> that'll that'll get him back. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, shit. Sponsored hey, by Ma- hey, sponsored hey, by McLaren. Yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. actually, just anyway. Uh, Paul, Paul, you, no, Carson, you got one. Biggest prick of the decade. Yeah, the Russian the Russian Federation's attitude towards doping and uh-huh. where it's gone. Good one. Oh, good that's damn. That's good. Good one. That's very good. That's where we are today. Yeah. Paul? Well, I mean, in short memory, it has to be Rowan Dennis. I've never seen in my <laughs> oh lifetime my somebody in the middle <laughs> of a race as big as it. And, and, you know, there's another podcast with a couple of guys yeah. that that are racers. that Current racers? Current racers that have him on their team right now. Yeah. And it's called What's occurring what's occurring okay you can mention it right. it's okay right. you, I'm, it's, I'm looking just as long as it isn't that just as long as it is no 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 that no, one sh- nope yeah no more yeah yeah um no it, it's it's luke Rowe and and garen thomas and they well, had legit and they yeah. had uh it, it, i mean for content wise it's yeah. kind of here their point of view yeah. they're obviously they're just talking yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. what we're doing now yeah. you know it's not like the structured you know you don't have the journalist type of but they thing, can't but do this nope yeah no yeah but they do it but not they you just know. <laughs> <laughs> and and they are you know a couple of welchmans that are just a crack up yeah and, um but they had rowan dennis in there and as they put it dude you're tapped because yeah. he this guy is so tweaked and he out of his words and you can go to that episode when he's on there he has to have everything in and zero five tens Fifteens and stuff. So when he's pedal stroke and there's a bridge, if he's like five strokes from, I mean four strokes, he'll shift in a lower gear to get that extra stroke. He counts window panes as he goes by. That's obsessive compulsive disorder. Exactly. That's, That's what it's plain and, and it starts any, explaining what good, his behavior. Any good time trialer. Any good time trialer is absolutely OCD. If you're going to be a to good, that extent, good time though, this is clinical though. Yeah, I mean, it is you know, clinical. Okay. Wow. But really? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, then it, it explained a lot, but yeah, the, the I don't know. You, you make know that what? much money, and not that it's a lot, because based on other sports people, uh, cyclists don't make that much money. Yeah. But there, there's you put a stain in cycling, you know, wow. when you when you exit that way. I never thought yeah, you, you that that could be that. A, an, an issue that he's dealing wow. with. But you listen to that podcast. I almost started feeling sorry for the guy. He, well, he's it like, does. It, it explains some of his behavior in a very mm-hmm. interesting yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I, hi, my name's Pat. I I studied psychology and taught it in high school and things <laughs> like that. So this is just, this is honestly uh, f- 
my God, the skin suits, the bikes, the things like yeah, that. Everything has to have it, a... it explains a lot of his behavior. Mm-hmm. And he could have had a very serious moment in the tour with his routine, with his his methods. But Holy I have shit. A, I have a slash whoa, yeah. out of that same podcast. The one that nobody seems another to like. In the, another prick that oh. we don't get to see because we're on the side. But yeah. riders on their team and also, according to these guys, and other teams do not like this guy, Nicky Tipstra. Nicky Tipstra? Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. So really? Okay. He's not, not well-liked amongst teammates and stuff. And they said in the tour... He had a tendency, even when he was with uh, Direct Energy, mm-hmm. no teammates or anything. Teams are trying to do their stuff. He purposely just gets in their line and fucks things up. And he, he's not going to win. He knows it's like a hill stage, but he just start dicking with people. Just to yeah, be just prey. to be an ass. Wow, so, those are good. Those are that's a so good, those would that's be. a good bag of pricks. Yeah, that's yeah. good bag. It's a. Bag of dicks. Got good bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I'm almost to the best, of the last of the decades, you guys. Best personal moment on the bike of the decade. I will, I guess, oh God, I don't want to be a huge prick because my son's in the room, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be selfish about this one. And I'm, I'm going to actually lean towards the mountain bike here. Karsten, you'll be happy to hear this. My, be, my best moment of the decade was uh, traveling to and competing in the, in the Leadville 100. That was just... It kind of gave me a huge rebirth in terms of uh, uh, racing again, and I it wasn't a it wasn't about placing high. It wasn't about anything like that. I, I didn't do it necessarily competitively, but I, I, w- I went there and I did the whole thing, and it really kind of lit the fire in a lot of senses in terms of of racing and riding again. So that was mine of the decade. Anybody want to go next? Uh, sure. Jackson? Um, I will also stay on the mountain bike side of it. Um, last year, um, I had the lovely pleasure to, um, win the, uh, win the mountain bike, this Wednesday night mountain bike series that we have here. And, um, I also was lucky enough to win one of the races, like one of the individual races as well. So that was I've never won a race before in my life, let alone a series. <laughs> so that was like that was a pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably mine. Cool, Paul. Well, I have two since road cycling is a team sport. I have yeah, a good yeah. memory of that, and then I have an individual. And when it comes to road cycling, because you have a plan when you go in it, it rarely, rarely goes to your plan. Yeah. So the team the team experience was with uh, River City Red. We had this guy who won came from a different team and joined our team. He won Tour de, Tour de Bloom. And so um, the stages were a, a nine-mile time trial, uh, criterium on the, you know, later in the afternoon, and then a road race. And it went up Malagna, which is this 14-foot climb up to Mission Ridge, and then back down. Not my cup of tea. So, 14 um, feet? Four, four, 14 feet. No, 14, 14 miles, wow. excuse me. Yeah. You know, it, it, we we don't have ele- elevation here. It's all so, gravity, yeah. bro. Oh, so man. anyway, what <laughs> happened is in the in the time trial, our teammate was in third place, and the crit came up, and I said I got the team together, and I said this is what we need to do. It's omnium based, not time based. Yeah. And so I said we need to get um, John was our was our team leader. I said we need to get John protected, not see the wind, but every single one of us needs to be out front and just. Put it on fire. Yeah. And so a teammate shoots off, opening gun, boom, takes off. They catch him in two laps. I go off. 
and I, I blasted. And I was out until about, I could hear the time. I had like a 30-second lead, and then I could hear it shrinking and shrinking. And there was a, uh, Alan, who's uh, uh, Jacob, who's a, a racer here in Spokane. Yeah. He was screaming out the splits. And then I was, I was dying. And there's like five laps to go. 12 seconds, next lap. Six seconds. Yeah, it's going and then down. When, then when they don't and tell you any come. more splits, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, shit, here shit. it comes. And I could, they were, it, it was a heavy headwind and everything. But nevertheless, we get, I get caught, and John launches with two laps to go and just drops. And so this, the, the guy that was leading after the time trial, his team was just chasing. They couldn't chase him. So he ended up winning the, the sprint. We won every single preem. We won... We won like $350 worth of premium and money and everything. We threw it into a big pot, and John is like a great cook. We had filet mignon that night <laughs> in our, our place, and then and a bunch of other stuff, and, and we just drank and had a party. And the road race uh, didn't turn out so good, but <laughs> I don't know why. But on a personal level, we had uh, we, we resurrected the uh, uh, Green Green Bluff race. Okay. and yeah. uh, <clears throat> that was a, God, that was a brutal yeah, race. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's a, what is that, about a what, four or five kilometer climb, but it's only about like five, six percent or something oh. at, the, at the most. But anyway, I was fit. I knew I was running good, and I was riding with CP, and uh, I said, if I'm in the lead at this point, I'm attacking right at this point in, in a kilometer from the finish because it's just a, a gradual uphill and then downhill, and I could just pour it on. And that's exactly what I did, and that's how I won the race. And no, it's like that doesn't yeah, happen yeah, very yeah. often. Yeah. There's a lot more detail in it, but yeah. I'll save it for the blog. Blog. There we go. Uh, <laughs> the, what did I call it? That was it? great. The um, Post. On- online magazine of opinions, rants, reviews, <laughs> and experiences. There you go. There you are. And and Carson just posted. He got one posted He today. did. Carson yeah. did a brilliant yeah. uh, it, submission today about his his old magazines but karsten it is your turn to talk about your best moment on the bike of the decade and if you talk about either punching a tree or hitting us a, uh, a metal <laughs> sign to rip gateway them. yeah that, <laughs> i hope that's not one of the two I, 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 no i'm gonna get meta on you like for me meta. it's um <laughs> learning how to have fun on a bike that has zero ties to results or yeah cool. you know just fucking having a great time riding a mountain bike, mostly downhill with, you know, with my son and friends and just, you know, just like not giving a shit about how fast I'm going anymore. That's it. Uh, dude, I know I agree with that. And that's and, cycling. And, yeah. yeah. And Jackson, I, one of the things I was going to honestly say, and I'm not saying this cause you're in, well, I am technically saying this cause you're in the room. Um, vendors wanting to come in the room, but one of mine was our first midnight century. Yeah, that was really cool. Together, that was so awesome. It was. It was. It was absolutely brilliant being able to ride that together. So sorry, that's cheesy. Um, you guys, we are at an hour and four into our podcast. I have all kinds of stuff that I could throw at you, but my wife usually lets the dog into the room when she (laughs) wants to let us know that we're taking too long. So, um, should we do? I'll I'll throw this out to you guys. I'll throw this out to you guys. Should we do one of two things? We have I have the taste challenge, which Karsten will just have to go simply off of our descriptions of the taste challenge, which is noon versus hammer nutrition versus scratch, 
or <laughs> or I have a list of of true false uh, responses that we can all place our bets on in for things that are going to happen within the new year. Um, for example, um, one of them is Alejandro Valverde will win at least one of either the Olympic road race or the worlds. What would you say true to false for that? False. So, okay. Do you false. want, do you guys want to do that or do you want to do the taste challenge? That, that, that All right. sounds good. Yeah. yeah we'll wrap it. We'll yeah. rapid fire. We'll rapid fire the true false challenge. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> there are three cameras. Broadcasting yeah. <laughs> She ducks <laughs> I really hope that went out over the There's the back of your head And the dog Come on in hun Alright This has got to be rapid fire Because we're, we're already quite a ways into this Alright Number one Philippe Gilbert will win Milan San Remo Karsten True or false <laughs> True or false Yes I say maybe Fuck <laughs> This is how we're false. starting. False. 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 Jackson. True. True. False. Paul. True. True. Number two. Th- this is, by the way, from our friends at La Flamme, uh, La Flamme Rouge, the red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you oh, know, yeah, red yeah. Co- yeah. And you can shove Bender down whenever you want to. Number two. Matthew Vanderpool will win one monument in 2020. True. Fuck yeah. I'm going to say he's going to have a weird year. False. True. True. I. Oh, God. I haven't answered. Um he bugs me when he licks, but oh, if you can right. throw him down if you want. Uh, I think Philippe Gilbert will not win Milan San Remo, so I said false. Matthew Vanderpool will win a monument, yes. Vincenzo Nibali will win either the Olympic road race or the Worlds. True. False. True. So Jackson said false. Um, and you? Oh, uh, Vincenzo Nibali, road race or the Worlds? I th- Those are right up his alley. Oh, boy. Good descending. He's uh, a great descender. I'll give it true. Those are two races. I'll give it true. Um, Egon Bernal will win the Tour de France in 2020. True. False. False. I'm going to say false because I think the team will just implode on his ass. Um, Good call. Next one, number five, Chris Froome will win the 2020 Tour de France. False. 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 Because it's just wrong. One, <laughs> one Jumbo Visma rider will win the Tour de France. True. True. Yeah. True. True. Wow. Everybody Have says true. Yeah. Everybody yeah. says true. Okay. That's the team, man. Um, Egon Bernal will finish the Tour de France as the best Ineos rider. True. True. Hmm. I'll have to say false. I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm, I want it to be false. And I don't mean that nothing I'm, against him. I'm saying true. Uh, I think he'll crash out. Tom Dumoulin. I don't know what the, I, I don't know what the course is. So I don't either. I'm yet. just guessing. Yeah. Tom Dumoulin will finish the Tour de France as the best Jumbo Visma rider. False. False. I'm yeah, going false. False, of course. I'm going false, too. Um, yeah. uh, Viviani will win at least one Tour de France stage. True. 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 For Kofidis, correct yep. me if I'm yep. wrong. That's correct. Which are now in the world tour. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, I will say true. Peter Sagan will win one Giro stage at least. I don't think sure. he's going. Hang on. I can't remember. He Maybe is. He, is, he is going. Yeah. Yes, yes, he is going now. True. Yep. Oh, yeah, true. If he's going, he's winning a stage. Mm-hmm. 
Number 11, Peter Sagan will win a stage in both the Giro and the Tour. True. True. Sure. True. true. Yeah. Julian Alaphilippe will not win a monument in 2020. Hmm. False. False. I'd say true. I'm He's a marked true. man. I'm going to go with true. I'm the only one standing alone on that. There's I a lot of marked men. Uh, really? A French rider will win the Tour. In 2020. <laughs> False. No. False. False. Come on. <laughs> um, Ineos will be on the podium at all three Grand Tours. I'm saying true. Brunel is not doing the Giro. I don't know who they're sending. Depends on who it is. Garrett I, Thomas is not yeah. doing it, and neither is Froome. Oh, so shit. So I say no. And I I'll say true. False. False. Shit. Those three, that's their three-prong. You and your research. Carson? I have no idea based on that. I, I, I would have said sure, but based on that, I don't know. Um, no, I guess. That's false. Peter Sagan will win the false. green jersey in the tour. True. I'm going to roll the green? dice. Go P ahead. Peter Sagan will win another green jersey. True. I say he crashes out false. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say I'm. I'm gonna, I, I. You know what? I'm gonna say false because I pick people who don't do well. <laughs> so I'm gonna say false. Because so you want to win. That's not I'm a wish. Reverse psychology yeah. on fate. I, d I don't want that to happen. I'm not saying I hope that happens to him. That's. I'm just saying I think he's had some good good luck <coughs> to have eight. You know, flawless. I think something might go wrong. Sam Bennett. I would say. I, I would say this is this is the last year he can do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're getting up there. Sam Bennett yeah. will win more stages in the tour than any other sprinter. False. 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 We're all saying this, not knowing what the course is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd say false. Um, I'm just skipping through because we're running on time. Mikel Landa will be Michael Landa. Michael Landon. Mikael. Mikael. I know. I, like, I always think of him as Michael Landon. <laughs> what a head of hair. Yeah. We'll, we'll be on the podium at the tour. True. False. Mm. True. Karsten? He's with Bahrain, uh, Bahrain Merida. Yes. And, and uh, not Merida, but uh, McLaren. He's annoying, though. I mean, can I just say that? Like. <laughs> Uh, sure, true. He's got a chance at it, yeah, for yeah, sure. I think he will. Oh, he was yeah. eating. Mm -hmm. He was eating, eating one of the, the dog was eating one of the samples from the tour from the uh, chase challenge. Oh, jeez. Um, Thomas DeHent DeHent will win at least one Grand Tour stage. Agreed. True. Oh, true. Yeah. True. And every that's yeah. that's every that's Grand Tour stage race. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. One of the three. Yeah. yeah. And finally. You ready for this? Dylan Gronovagen will win at least one Giro stage. Oh, easy. True. true. Yeah. yeah. He won't. I mean, he he won't win easy. a tour stage though. He won't. Nope. Not one because he's not uh, going. It's loaded oh, for he's GC. Not. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. There we go. Uh, a, a gentleman. Um, and and I guess I have one last question. How's how's cycling in the United States going to do in the next decade in the twenties? 
in the roaring 20s. What is going to what what do you guys think in your own personal opinions allow you guys to rant you know less than a minute each to end out this episode? How do you guys think cycling is going to evolve in the next 10 years? And I I'm, I'm anxious to hear this because we've got three old fucks and we've got one <laughs> young one who hopefully has a little bit of oh heaven forbid optimism. Um, so I don't know who'd like to go first. I'll go Paul, first. Paul's ready to go first. We will have we will have uh, at least one, maybe two different people win a monument or a classic. We will not have anybody win the Tour de France. I think the shift with gravel is going to start directing to one one day efforts, and people will start seeing the value of of classics and looking at it that way. Uh, America spent too much time trying to do everything on the Tour de France, and. Uh, I think they're getting it squared away over there in the, with those juniors over on uh, in yeah. the Netherlands where they're training. That their focus now is on one day classics. Um, we're yet to win. We've won an amateur with Quentin. Yeah, he won Gent Gent Belgium. So that's so. So you just came with an optimistic view of the next decade. Yep, Karsten, what is your view of the next decade? Uh, as far as the U.S. is concerned, yes. I think that. Um, uh, U.S. will um, be ascendant on the gravity stage. And, God, I'm sorry, the everybody bike, drink. The, the, <laughs> the mountain bike stage, uh, <laughs> meaning that um, we'll start to do better with, on, you know, on all platforms, XC, um, gravity, you know, um, enduro, uh, men and women. I also think that Obviously, gravel will become, you know, more prominent just because riding on the road is becoming more and more dangerous and putting promoting and putting on road events is is becoming more challenging. I think that we're leading the, the way in terms of gravel racing. Um, and so that'll, you know, that'll gain prominence. Um, and that's kind of it. Jackson, um, I think talk to us, young whippersnapper. <laughs> I think we will have a growth in cycling, whether it be juniors, juniors, or uh, people of any age getting into it. Um, and I think the platform that will help that is a little thing called YouTube. I think that is having such a great effect, um, motivating. Um, showing these crazy things that people are doing like you and I can wa- like can turn on the TV and watch Lachlan Morton at any time those are like, yeah, at any time movies. in our yeah. daily lives we can watch Lachlan Morton do the GB Duro do, do Dirty Kanza do all of these things and we can watch other people just go around the world and do the like do the thing that we love but in like these beautiful exotic places and we can we can gain motivation from it and I think that can be a very large helper in getting people on their bikes. Wow, I want to be like this guy. I want to be like that. I want to. I want to own all the cool stuff, not to get into consumerism and everything. But like, mm-hmm. um, too late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I want a pock helmet. I want winter gear. Yeah. I want exactly. Hey, <laughs> I want. I wanted look pedals when I saw Bernardino wearing them. So you know, it, it, nothing's changed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I think that'll be a very big helper in the next in the next decade and you i didn't even think about my own response oh i'm supposed to just sign off the show right now (laughs) 
Um, I'm not supposed to be somebody with wit and intelligence and response time. Um, I think that road will continue to struggle. I, but I, I agree with you, Paul. In the for fact, ten years. Well, um, I, I think it, uh, yeah, it needs some form of of a revolution, and I think that um, the way our current mentality is in this country, with litigation and with constant rage, that um, cars versus bicycles incidents aren't going away, and I think they're going to continue to increase. And I know that's that's gloom and doom, and that's why I think that mountain biking is going to have a a gigantic renaissance. Um, I think the gravel is going to continue to grow. And I think that road is going to be pushed into um, some sort of a a reorganization where it's going to turn into, in this country, it's going to turn into circuit races. It's going to turn into criteriums and and things like that. Or it's going to have to go the way of of Great Britain where it's going to have to turn into a time trial focused um, perspective and that that saddens me greatly to even mention that um i but i think that um there's so much innovation in this country that that cycling is not going anywhere i think that virtual cycling is going to continue to grow as much as that also infuriates me um because i i I think that people are going to, can, you know, going to be scared. We're going to we're going to turn into a Ready Player One type of a society, but that's probably not in the next ten years. It might be in the next twenty years. Um, uh, and I, I think to mention to my good friend Roger, drink everybody. There's not enough in my glass to drink. Um, I th- I think um, triathlon's going to struggle too um, because I think it's reaching it's it's reached its maximum and I'd love to have him on to talk about this be- because um, and, and I think it's going to start to to decline because people are switching to different things the newest um, fad and whatever it may be um, but I, I I like your perspective Paul in terms of the thinking about okay if we've got these riders doing this type of races how can we funnel that in. And these one-day riders, I think I I agree with you. I think that's a cool way to look at it. Um, so there we go. You're that's a bummer, man. Do you mind if I do a J? <laughs> 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 you, we, we, had this, really we had this up here, and then you yeah. just fucking just took it down think, to the tank. I think we're, I think we're generally say, fucked. That was, that was, that was I was like, Catholic. Jesus, I feel like. What is yeah. the den of iniquity? Yeah, like I just went there. Yeah. Didn't I? <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy who tries to. to Please of, listen to the show. It's not I, always this depressing. I like to keep it's, it light and bright, but <laughs> that just fucking brought me out, man. Jesus, yeah. what are you sitting on? <laughs> I'm gonna make you so angry. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> what's it called? The O saddle. The I'm on an O saddle. <laughs> My wife bought me a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you guys I'm going to say that I'm going to say that the, the the mountain bike segment of sales in this industry is rapidly increasing and so that's, a good that's thing. due yeah. to yeah and it's that's due to um progressive attitudes towards trail access and um <laughs> that people are I'm riding mountain bikes more, and you're fading out. No, That's why we were laughing because the entire thing. And I, I shouldn't laugh at this because it sounded like you were having some sort of an episode. Yeah, 
Oh, sorry. No, it's <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I also predict that within the next ten years, um, you know, maybe if, if, with fifty episodes a year, you know, we'll produce five hundred episodes, right? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. This, like there we go. I do want to mention that this has been the year where I made the effort ever to do it a weekly show, and I want to thank you guys, all three of you guys. I want to thank Jack. I want to thank um, oh. Dismount. I want to thank CP and all the and Amanda and and people like that who've been willing to come on and and be a part of the show for uh, an entire year, and I've really enjoyed doing it. Um, you, the listener, have. Like Roger, oh, drink, nope, drink, yeah, and yeah, drink. Yeah. You, I have 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 made it known that that we're doing something that you give a shit about, and I, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's it's been fun to produce something that people give a shit about. Um, so, with that being said, uh, check out packfiller.com and and see what you think of our posts. Karsten was just the the fine author of one just today. Uh, yours truly posted one yesterday, and we'll get others from the uh, you know other characters from within the perspective to be able to post some as we get going. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Um, oh, I forgot to say shit because we didn't do, um, yeah, we didn't do the trivia tonight. I had a whole thing of trivia going on here, but we didn't do it tonight. But thanks to our friends at Gooder uh, Sunglasses, Gooder Bike, and uh, I guess we'll go from there. It's going to be 2020 in, in about 24 hours. No, we'll, 40, we'll be 20. on a bike. And, right. and hopefully we'll be on our bike. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We'll be on the bike. Thank you. We'll be on the bike. Uh, Carson, heal quickly and go, and go for a ride on New Year's Day, man. Yeah. Will do. Right on. And for those of you listening to the show, if you're listening to this before, during, or after New Year's Day, uh, spend more time on your bike and less time uh, ranting about politics and all that bullshit, right? Don't we agree? I think we do. That's the end of the episode. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.